The MMA on the Rocks podcast is intended for adult audiences and does contain some explicit content. So if you are not an adult, please make sure your parents do not know you are listening to this and do not repeat anything you hear on this show in front of them. Also a reminder that even if you fight recklessly, please remember to drink responsibly. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get to the show. Welcome to MMA on the Rocks. My name is Bill Welker and you are listening to episode 112 of the podcast. Today is Sunday, October the 14th. And unfortunately, I had to start the podcast off with some really sad news. Uh, Last week, I had to put my dog down. My 14-year-old French Bulldog, Bijou, who was just the most awesome dog you could ever ask for. She was a real sweetheart. Uh, She had health problems her whole life. She was allergic to everything and, you know, still so sweet and loving to everybody. I brought her everywhere I could. Those of you who follow me on social media, I'm sure you've seen pictures of Bijou at breweries and distilleries, and we brought her wherever we could. And um, I like to dedicate this episode to Bijou because... She really was a uh, man's best friend, and we're really going to miss her. But a lot of great memories to hold on to. So uh, I'd like to thank her for that. Um, and with that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, who got to know Bijou a little bit, all the way from New Jersey, Jeff. The Animal Wilson. Jeff, how you feeling on this Sunday afternoon, my friend? Bill, it's a, it's a tough loss here at MMA on the Rocks because um... – you know, I'm not crazy about dogs because um, you just you just never know with dogs. Well, Bijou was was a different breed, man. Um, friendliest dog ever. I mean, you could put your finger in her mouth and she wouldn't have bit you. Like that's how nice she was. Um, but yeah, uh, I've I have some really fond memories of Bijou. Um, you know, taking naps together, which I know <laughs> she enjoyed, and uh, some good belly rubs. So um, she will be missed. So Bijou, this is for you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, she did love a good nap. Uh, that's what, I think that's what she enjoyed doing uh, most of the time. I, uh, in honor of her, Jeff, I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. So on our road trip when we moved to Florida, uh, we stopped by the Sierra Nevada Brewery, uh, and of course I had Bijou with me, and I took one of my favorite pictures with her there at that brewery. Um, so I can always think about her when I drink a Sierra Nevada and, uh, the Oktoberfest is really nice. It's light. It's really drinkable. Uh, I think the October beers, you tend to think of them a little bit heavier. I know the, the first Oktoberfest I ever encountered was the Sam Adams and that's like a really rich, heavy, malty, um, like pumpkin pie spice and all that. But the real Oktoberfest beers are, are kind of, uh, lighter beers, uh, like German style. Um, so that's, uh, that's what I'm drinking right now while we're recording here. So cheers to Bijou and cheers to Sierra Nevada. And let's get into some MMA here. So no UFC this weekend, Jeff, but we did have a couple of Bellator cards back to back. I'm not entirely sure why. So Bellator 207, Bellator 208, we're on Friday and Saturday night, respectively. I did not watch Bellator 207 uh, just because it was on DAZN, and I still refuse to sign up for that. And then 
I tried to watch it on demand on TV and I was p playing it and I watched the first fight and then I tried to skip the commercials and the fast forward was disabled. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not sitting through uh, three and a half hours just to watch the Ryan Bader, Matt Mitrione card. From what I understand, it was an absolute destruction by Ryan Bader of Matt Mitrione in this uh, heavyweight Grand Prix tournament here. Uh, Bader just took him down and smashed him for three rounds, uh, 30 to 25 on most judges' scorecards, except one, I believe, is a 30-26. Almost broke his arm with a Kimura in the second round, I believe. Um, it, did you catch this one, Jeff? If not, no big deal. I plan on breezing over this card anyway. Yeah, Bill. Um, I started with the Lawrence Larkin versus Ian Pascu fight. And because uh, it was at least up here, it was uh, on the Paramount Network. Uh, and then I went to sleep because that fight was really boring. So um, <laughs> I did, however, watch the highlights of Ryan Bader versus Matt Mitrione. And, dude, I, I thought that Mitrione had tapped because he screamed when Bader locked up that Kimura, which to me is a verbal tap if you scream. Um, and that's just from, from being in uh, the jiu-jitsu gym, and I think that's pretty universal. But, uh, you know, overall, I, I thought it went the way it was going to go. I thought Ryan Bader would dominate with grappling because Matt Mitrione has admitted that he hates wrestling. So Bader is our first finalist in the uh, heavyweight Grand Prix here at Bellator. Yeah, and our second one was uh, named just last night. But we'll get into that in a minute. It's good to see Ryan Bader getting back to his roots. Uh, Two-time All-American, Arizona State, three-time Pac-10 wrestling champion. Uh, so the guy has like serious wrestling credentials, and uh, he looks big. Uh, I, I was kind of nervous for him going into this heavyweight tournament, but uh, it seems like he cuts a lot to get down to light heavyweight. I think he walks around to around two thirty. Um, so he was a big light heavyweight, I guess, but he, he had always been in there with such huge guys like Anthony Johnson, John Jones and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, Bader's got knockout power, but I, I like to see him go back to his roots and, and use his wrestling. Um, his, his last, he hasn't lost since, uh, January, 2016. You and I were both in attendance, Jeff against, uh, Anthony Johnson. And then, uh, the, the guy that Ryan Bader defeated on season eight uh, finale of the ultimate fighter also competed in uh, PFL last night, but we can get into that in a second too. That's Vinny Magalhaes, of course, uh, Sergey Karatanov knocking out Roy Nelson with one second to go in the first round uh, on Friday night and nothing else looks like it's worth reporting on from this Bellator card. Uh, if we missed anything, um, Oh, Kimbo slices son TKO loss. Uh, in the second round of his fight against Corey Browning. Uh, but if we missed anything, give us a shout on social media and let us know. But um, yeah, it was too difficult to watch this one, so I just skipped it. <clears throat> I did end up watching Bellator 208 last night. This one was on the Paramount Network here. Uh, so, you know, it did pick up on the DVR main event, Fedor Emelianenko against Chael Sonnen. Uh, this was an explosive back and forth uh, grappling, striking everywhere, Tasmanian devil kind of fight. Uh, a very different kind of fight uh, than we're used to seeing for both of these guys. Um, I know Chael is definitely not one to fight at this pace. He's a slow grinder. And, uh, you know, Fedor has had some quick knockouts in the past, but 
this was the Fedor of old, Fedor of old coming back, uh, and that's a scary thing if you're Chael Sonnen moving up in weight uh, to fight this guy who looks like he's back to, you know, the stoic last emperor status, coming in there and starching Chael right off the bat, and Chael scrambles and went for a takedown, and Fedor countered with a sambo throw. And Chael scrambled back on top, and Chael had his back, and he tried to flip him over, and and Fedor got on top again, uh, and then uh, Fedor let him up a couple of times. Uh, Chael grabbed an ankle pick. These guys were all over the cage, uh, beating the fuck out of each other, um, and then eventually Fedor just got on top and started raining down some ground and pound, and uh, it, it just overwhelmed Chael, so he got to knock out right at the end of the first round. Uh, giving Chael, uh, you know, 14 seconds left in the round uh, to think about how he almost survived one round with Fedor, but it was not the case. So Fedor moves on to face Ryan Bader in the finals of the heavyweight Grand Prix. What did you think of this fight, Jeff? Did you catch this one? Yeah, this was a really good fight for the round that it lasted. And, you know, I was just surprised that uh, Chael – was uh, countered so easily by Fedor. I think I think he only landed like two takedowns total, and he went for a lot. And Fedor's, you know, sambo and grappling was just too much for him. And you know, it all started with the power and his punches. I think that first shot that really wobbled Chael. I think Chael never really recovered from that, and I think he spent the entire round trying to do that unsuccessfully, unfortunately. So. Um, Fedor moves on to face the light heavyweight champion, Ryan Bader, for the heavyweight championship. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this fight's going to be fireworks. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It was interesting to see the stare down after the fight. Bader looks bigger than Fedor. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was looking huge last night. Uh, I know he had just fought at heavyweight the night before. Uh, but uh, interesting face-off. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people would have picked Fedor and Bader to be in the finals, but here we are. Uh, I'll skip over the co-main event for now just to get to check Congo while we're talking about heavyweights. Uh, he knocked the fuck out of Timothy Johnson, uh, UFC veteran last night in just over a minute and check Congo now on a seven fight winning streak. And you and I brought this up when this tournament was announced, Jeff, uh, why wasn't check Congo included in this heavyweight tournament when you have so many guys, I mean, Fedor is not a huge heavyweight. Chael Sonnen, really a middleweight. Uh, Ryan Bader, light heavyweight. King Mo, light heavyweight. Rampage Jackson used to be a light heavyweight before he uh, ballooned up. Um, so, you know, half the guys in this tournament are not even heavyweights, and you leave out Czech Congo now on a seven-fight win streak, knocking motherfuckers dead. Uh, so what would you think of Czech Congo's performance last night, Jeff? Dude, he wasn't even sweaty when that fight ended. That's how quick this was, man. Czech Congo just has so much power. Timothy Johnson went in for a takedown, and Congo grazed him with something, but it had enough power behind it to wobble Johnson, and Congo just threw him to the ground, threw a couple punches, and that was it for him. Uh, I, I don't know what happened, but Congo looked like he did not want to spend too much time in that cage tonight last night. Yeah. And, you know, back to the Czech Congo of old, I think, you know, he had a couple of boring fights for a little while. And I think a lot of people sleep on Czech Congo. They forget about how exciting this guy is. I mean, he's got a win over Matt Mitrione, who was one of the favorites in this heavyweight tournament. Um, and his, his fight with Pat Berry is one of the craziest fights of all time. So, 
Uh, I don't understand people who sleep on Czech Congo, but awesome performance by him. If you missed this card, definitely go back and check out that fight. Uh, another impressive win for me, Benson Henderson over Saad Awad. Um, we had kind of thought for a while that Benson Henderson was just not himself uh, when he came over to Bellator. I don't know what what the deal was with him, but he was just not the same fighter he was in the UFC. I mean, the guy who beat Frankie Edgar twice uh, did not appear to be in Bellator uh, until last night. Uh, impressive victory over Sadawad, who's a very dangerous striker. Uh, he he clipped Ben Henderson a couple of times with some hard strikes, um, but the ground game and the smothering of Ben Henderson was just too much uh, for Sadawad to deal with, and he just got extinguished by the smothering of Ben Henderson. What do you think of this one, Jeff? Yeah, dude, I loved seeing Henderson going back to what brought him to the dance and the UFC lightweight title. You know, he um, he was going for that wrestling, just wearing down Sadawad. It looked like every round Henderson was dominating. So I was really impressed. I thought Sadawad uh, would win it on the feet. But uh, Henderson did not allow that to happen. So good for him. Good to see him looking like his old self again. Yeah, for sure. Um, last fight I want to touch on on this card, Anthony Tokov uh, getting what I believe to be an upset over Alexander Slomenko, uh, who at one point was considered the best middleweight on the planet. There were there was time when uh, you know hardcore fans wanted to see him uh, fighting Anderson Silva, um, but most people have no idea who he is. This is a guy who uh, a lot of Russian fighters really look up to. I mean, this guy had. Uh, I believe 20 pro fights under his belt when Fedor was in his prime. Uh, so uh, interesting to see him take a third loss in a row. Uh, he didn't look bad. I mean, his hands still look fast as fuck, um, but I, I don't know. Maybe just a after uh, almost 70 fights um, in MMA at only 34 years of age, maybe it's starting to catch up with him. I don't know, but credit to Anthony Tokov. He, uh, really pressured, uh, Slomenko and wouldn't let him get, uh, any, any of those explosive strikes to land. Um, so I, I thought that was a really good fight too. So overall, uh, a decent, uh, main card, uh, kicked off with a, uh, a pretty decent knockout in, in a very uneventful fight. Uh, Henry Corrales over Andy Main uh, getting the knockout in, two minutes into this, the third round. Uh, any thoughts on either of these two fights, Jeff? I'll be honest with you, Bill. I didn't catch the Alexander Slomenko fight. Uh, I had a couple of things I had to take care of yesterday. Um, but it sounds like it was a good fight. Um, and yeah, dude, like you said, Slomenko is a legend, especially among uh, Russian fans. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like I said, Ryan Bader fought and won on Friday night and the guy that he defeated in the season eight of the ultimate fighter finale to become the ultimate fighter Vinny Magalhaes fought twice last night, uh, for the PFL. I did not watch his card. Uh, so, uh, full disclosure up front on that, but I plan to go back and watch it. Uh, from what I understand, this was tournament mode. So part of the light heavyweight tournament and these guys, for the quarterfinals, they have to fight twice in one night, uh, which you know we haven't seen in a long time. I don't know how this was sanctioned by the California State Athletic Commission, but I plan to look into it. Uh, so Vinny Magalhaes uh, defeats Rakim Cleveland with a flying triangle Kimura, 
is what the official call is. So, and that's a minute into the first round. I definitely want to go back and watch that. And then he defeats Bozagit Atiev uh, with a Kimura just two minutes into the uh, first round as well to move on to the finals, the light, the light heavyweight finals where he'll fight Sean O'Connell, who also fought twice that night. He won a decision and then got a knockout uh, in the first round in his second fight. So interesting format here. Of course, they're using the point system, so that's going to come into play. Uh, but the light heavyweight finals is set. Vinny Magalhaes and Sean O'Connell uh, should be a very interesting fight. You know, Vinny Magalhaes, one of the best grapplers on the planet, 2011 Abu Dhabi champion, I believe. Um, just phenomenal jujitsu. Uh, it didn't seem like MMA was his thing for a while. He left the UFC, went and did some other things, and was grappling coach for some other guys, and then you know found his way back, and now he's on his way to winning a million dollars potentially in a in a real grappler versus striker matchup with Sean O'Connell. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to go ahead and assume you didn't catch this card, but um, anything I say pique your interest here. Yeah, man. Um, I did catch this uh, in bits and pieces because I was switching back and forth between Bellator and this card. And, dude, Vinny Magalhaes, um, I'm sure I'm butchering his name and I apologize, but, dude, he tore through um, last night's bracket, man. Just powered his way into the finals. Um, the last guy, his second fight was a little bit of a struggle. Um, you know, uh, I believe he fought Atayev. And uh, he was doing a good job of defending for a little bit, but... Mago Hayes, just too much for him on the ground. And, um, dude, the all, it looks like all the championships are going to be um, decided on uh, New Year's Eve uh, at the Madison Square Garden, which, Bill, I'm starting to think might not be a bad idea to spend New Year's, man. Yeah, I mean, if you don't mind getting in and out of the city on New Year's Eve, uh that's going to be a fucking shit show, man. But if you decide to do it, um, power to you. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to get an Uber back home and the train's going to be packed. So you may have to sleep at Madison square garden. Um, but yeah, that would be a cool way to spend new year's. Uh, I don't disagree with you. Um, last thing I want to touch on Jeff, the last two episodes, uh, went kind of long. Uh, so we'll keep this one kind of short. Oh, uh, two things I want to touch on. So somebody left us a comment on SoundCloud last week that I want to address. Um, they basically, you know, wanted to defend Khabib and saying that he was right for jumping over the cage and, and attacking Dylan Dennis. And a lot of people seem to have this perspective. And, uh, you know, I, I gave a response, uh, listen, it's okay to disagree with the things that we say, uh, <laughs> despite everything that's going on in the world and, and everything you see on social media, it's okay to disagree with people. And we encourage, uh, you know, the comments and, you know, let us know when you think we say something wrong. Nothing we say on this show is gospel whatsoever. I'm wrong all the fucking time, not just on this show, but in my everyday life. I mean, you know, it, just ask my wife. Uh, <laughs> but in any case, uh, thank you guys for, you know, voicing your opinions. We definitely want to hear them. We don't want to just feel like we're talking to nobody out there. So um, I, I had a, a very pleasant exchange. We, you know, both shared our opinions, uh, agree to disagree, I guess. Um, but 
Yeah, it's always it's always awesome to hear from people and their thoughts on the show. So I definitely encourage you to do that. Uh, second thing I want to touch on, Jeff, uh, the main event and the co-main event for UFC 230 at Madison Square Garden have both changed. So Dustin Poirier injured his hip, had to pull out of his fight with Nate Diaz. The UFC, I guess, listened to the fan backlash. Uh, they didn't listen to this show because I was I was very <laughs> supportive of Valentina Shevchenko and Sajara Eubanks fighting for the Women's Flyweight Championship. Uh, they pulled that fight from the card entirely and said Shevchenko's going to fight Yolani on Jacek in uh, November, I believe. Um, or maybe it's the December 8th card. I, I don't remember exactly. And they brought the Black Beast and his hot balls uh, on three weeks' notice to fight the heavyweight champ, Daniel Cormier. Uh, and people seem to be really excited about this one. It may be a mismatch, uh, as we saw in, in Derek Lewis's last fight. He's very susceptible to being taken down, but he hits like a fucking truck, and he's a lot bigger than Daniel Cormier, and he's mad at him for disrespecting Popeye's chicken. Uh, so you can never underestimate a man like that. He's going to be coming in with hot balls, Jeff. So what are your thoughts on all the rotating main events and co-main events and all the all the craziness going on with UFC 230? Bill, I'm pissed. I'm pissed because, <clears throat> excuse me, I was trying to buy tickets to this on Ticketmaster all of last week. I told you about this. I don't know what's going on with Ticketmaster, but I couldn't get my tickets. And now they're probably shot up in price because it's going to be DC versus the Black Beast. Oh. And Bill, I'm upset. Because I could have been at this thing with some awesome seats for like 200 bucks, And now those same seats probably shot up in price. Because Ticketmaster wants to be a dill. A dill pickle. A dill See, pickle. I can't even get my insults out, Bill. Because I'm so upset. Because your balls was hot. <laughs> it's like 40 degrees up here right now. So hopefully the Black Beast will be okay to fight DC. His balls won't be unbelievably hot, so he'll keep his pants on. Yeah, yeah. We would like to see him keep his pants on, um, but it did make for a great interview. Yeah, that would have been like buying a great stock. Like if you bought tickets with the main event being Eubanks and Shevchenko and then they changed it, um, that would have been awesome. It would have been a, a great story, but uh, unfortunately it's a shitty story. <laughs> and you don't have tickets um <laughs> and we have to end on that because i gotta run i got stuff to do uh i'm going away on on vacation this week so i don't know if we'll be doing an episode uh next week but uh i'm going to cuba for a little while it's gonna be a, a shitty vacation uh because of everything that happened last week with bijou um you know it's gonna be really somber but i think it'll be good to get out of the house because I've been kind of bummed out walking around here uh, without having her here. So I like to, again, dedicate this episode to my dog Bijou. Cheers, Bijou. We'll see you on the other side. And um, if you guys want to follow along on social media, I'll, I'll try and post some stuff in Cuba, try and find some interesting drinks and stuff as always at MMA on the rocks. If you want to get a hold of Jeff, it's at animal underscore Wilson on Twitter. And that's all we got for this week. We may not be back next week, uh, but until next time, cheers, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>